happy fucking new year. I don't know about you, but I'm a little bit bummed out about the whole, you know, level five national lockdown, especially at the fucking start of the new year. The start of the new year is supposed to be all about, you know, changes that we can make, improvements that we can fucking implement. How can we grow? How can we make this year better than last year? And actually, on that note, if I hear one more fucking prick say that, oh, I hope 2021 is going to be better than 2020, I'm going to slap them upside the fucking head. If your idea of this coming year is to be better than last year, fuck you, okay? Talk about setting the bar too fucking low. Stop thinking about last year, right? 2020 was a big catastrophic fuck up for the overwhelming majority of mankind, okay? It's done, it's behind us, let's move the fuck on, okay? We had 101 million different excuses in 2020 why we didn't fucking do this or do that or do whatever the hell that we had wanted or would have liked to have done because COVID just gave us the mother load of excuses. It's just the best one-size-fits-all excuse for you not fulfilling your potential or doing whatever it is that you want to get done. It's just brilliant. It's just, it's amazing. It's an absolute miracle. Okay, oh, you know, I would have, but, you know, COVID. Oh, you know, I would have, but, you know, COVID. Right, fuck COVID. Okay, COVID was 2020, this is 2021, and I, first and foremost, I'm looking fucking forward, okay, not too far forward, I'm not going to say, like I've spoken about before, I'm not going to say, oh, I'm going to have a six pack for the summer of 2021, bollocks, I'm going to sort my fucking diet out, and I'm going to sort out half a dozen different things that I'm not going to go into detail here, this is just more of an impromptu, fuck it, upload it to fuck, and... Put your fucking money where your mouth is, basically, and lead by example, if at all possible. So, here goes fuck all. I sent a text message round to a couple of mates of mine there before the national lockdown was announced. And I'm going to read it. If, just let me, or just if you'll indulge me, here we go. Story. This is the, the message. Story. Training is to continue in the new year every Tuesday and Thursday, 7 to 9. However training in the new year will be covid friendly aka two meters apart now just jumping in here in the middle of the message this watson written down this was sent a matter of hours before i knew that the country was going into fucking level five national lockdown okay so the idea of me and my mates meeting up twice a week for two hours at a time to do different things more of which i'll discuss now in a minute has been put on the back burner until it's legal okay i'm all for breaking and bending rules and all that jazz I personally think as I think Christopher Hitchens once said it is our moral obligation to disobey unjust laws I don't think the laws around the coronavirus lockdown are unjust I don't think they're ideal I don't think they're as good as they could be I think our government has essentially gotten to the stage of mismanaging the whole thing I gave them plenty of slack in 2020 because look it was new blah 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 they didn't know what they were dealing with but this is we're nearly a year on and from what i can see although i'm not overly close to the whole thing but from a from a distance all i can see is all they have is let's turn it off and turn it back on again in relation to the economy and trying to keep the fucking country afloat i don't see any vision i don't see any leadership all i see is a bunch of muppets fumbling around in the fucking dark but anyway less of that and more of the message training will essentially be fitness training consisting mostly of bodyweight exercises think push-ups pull-ups sit-ups jumping jacks handstands cartwheels balance work general gymnastics calisthenics and some ninja warrior 
type stuff all with an MMA or mixed martial arts fitness context. The idea isn't fully formulated and will be perpetually changed slash improved. Diet slash nutrition slash weight loss or gain slash personal best improvements etc etc will be monitored if you so wish with the view of each of us setting goals to be achieved. I've also some ideas for some extracurricular activities that range from but are not limited to open water swimming, cross country running, whittling, knitting, yes knitting, hydroponics if you wanted to grow tomatoes in a spare room for example, video and podcast video and podcast production, day trips, etc, etc. It will essentially be an off-the-league club, promoting all of the kind of things that I've been harping on about in the podcast. If you have any ideas, questions, suggestions, etc, get in touch. That was the message that I sent out and it was very, very, very well received, I'm glad to hear. Practically everyone that I sent it to got back and not only said that they were keen to kind of join, for want of a better term, but keen to get involved, basically. They gave me encouragement and said, fair play to you, fucking great to see you doing fucking something and being proactive and actually pushing forward with the whole off the lead thing so they got, I got two thumbs up from that from most people and additionally most people again said if I can help in any way shape or form you know let me know now a couple of things that weren't in that message that I've thought about since because this whole thing has been rattling around in my brain for the last couple of last couple of days Jesus the last 48 hours and I've just added a couple of things to uh, flesh out the type of things that I'd like to do with people twice a week and again this is just an idea this is this is very much in the idea stage but having said that I'm committing to this I'm doing this and I'm going to do it every Tuesday and Thursday during lockdown by myself I'm toying with the idea of doing it live online but worst case scenario I hope to have an hour or two's content video content twice a week so that the people who want to actually physically be there when the time comes and they can they are the what I'm suggesting is you keep seven to nine Tuesdays, the th- Tuesdays and Thursdays free. Even if you can't be there in person, keep it free. Keep that time boxed off from the misses and for whatever else. Ask for those four fucking hours and have that something new for 2021, if nothing else. But anyway, I digress. A couple of things that I'm thinking about doing. Again, these it's just. This isn't well thought out, it's just me getting what's in my head out of my head. Okay, so chess, I can play chess, not particularly well, but I know the rules. Not all of them, but enough to play for hours on end, okay? So I love the idea of getting a couple of chess boards together and teaching people how to play chess and have people who are better at me playing chess teaching me how I can become better at chess and just doing the whole chess thing. As it happens, there's a great... um, series on Netflix at the minute, The Queen's Gambit it's called, it's about a a young female chess prodigy, I fucking loved it, I absolutely loved it and I highly recommend it to anybody who's looking for a a new series, anyway, hurling is another thing, I was quite, I was a relatively good hurler for the standard that's in my area, a hundred years ago admittedly, but I can handle a hurl, I know what a hurl is, I know what a schlitter is, I own both and I can teach people the basics because I think... I just think it'd be good. I'd, I, I'd like to think that if I couldn't play hurling and I was a 37-year-old man and somebody gave me the opportunity to show me how to hold a hurl, how to hit a schlitter, how to pick up the ball, and just the fucking basics, it might make me feel just a little bit more Irish than I otherwise would feel. Anyway, speaking of Irish, my Gaelge is shocking, okay? I know bits and pieces, having studied the fucking language for 15 years in school, if that's not an exemplar of how broken our education system is, I don't know what is. 
Anyway, moving on. Butchery, skinning, and basic anatomy. Here's one for you. A number of years ago, actually, I'll put this up. The accompanying picture is of a dead pine marten that I found on the road uh, a number of years ago. I was out running. Was I? Was I out running? No, I was driving. And I was like, what the fuck was that? I remember thinking, was that, was that a monkey? Because it was like a, it looked like a cat, but it was way longer than a cat. And it was just, look, I saw something dead in the side of the road. And instead of just going, oh God, there's something dead in the side of the road. I did a U-turn because it just, there was something about it that just didn't fit. And lo and behold, it was what I thought at the time, a weasel or a ferret or a stoat or something like that. To cut a long story short, it turns out it was a pine marten. I went back to get it the next day with the view of maybe bringing it to a taxidermist and I don't know what got it in the night, maybe a fox or something, but it wasn't there. And that was the end of that. Until I fucking found another one. A couple of months later, or could have been the next year, I can't remember, this is a couple of years ago. Found another fucking dead Pine Martin side of the road. But this time I said, fuck it. I'm not going to let social pressures that were all in my head saying, don't get out of your van and pick up a dead animal off the road, Frano. That little voice was in the back of my head and it's a strong voice. You know, what will people say? What will people think? Don't be weird. Be normal. That was all in the back of my head. But I said, no, fuck it. And I went out, picked it up double bagged it and I put it in the freezer now in the freezer it has stayed for the last two and a half years two or three months later you'll never guess what I found on the side of the road another fucking dead pine martin pine martins by the way I was originally under the impression that they were extraordinarily rare now the fact that I found so many of them dead on the side of the road within a couple of miles of where I live in the last number of years would suggest otherwise and I'm glad to report that they've made an astonishing comeback how I'm not entirely sure but look there you go but anyway on Christmas Eve just gone I found another one I was on my way down to work when I had work to go to and lo and behold there was what looked like a fucking pine, another pine marn did a Yui it sure was it was Christmas Eve I was rushing back home to fucking wrap presents and do all the kids things and all that jazz so I left it I shouldn't have but I did again that little voice in the back of my head oh don't be weird don't be picking up dead animals on the side of the road Frano you know that was stronger than I would have liked or maybe I was weaker than I normally am and I didn't pick it up but luckily enough when I went down to, um, to check on my business on Christmas day lo and behold there it was and I said fuck it it wasn't Christmas day it was Stephen's day I said fuck it picked it up brought it down and I was going to throw it into the freezer with the other two that I found over the previous years and then I said to myself do you know what it's Stevens's day I have a couple of hours to spare I had a few things to do they could have been postponed and I said to myself do you know what if I put this animal into the freezer I'm going to have three Pine Martins in my freezer for God knows how many years more than the ones that are there already there and I said you know what fuck it it's time to fucking man up and quieting that fucking voice of negativity in the back of my head and I skinned it I gutted it and I skinned it and I recorded the whole fucking thing it took me about 25 minutes now bearing in mind I've been going down a hunting and butchering rabbit hole on and off now over the last number of years I suppose ever since I found these fucking pine martens so even though I'd never handled a dead animal before in my life outside of you know burying a pet dog I had never attempted to gut or skin or butcher anything ever. But I had watched so many hundreds of hours of footage on YouTube of people doing exactly that that I was confident 
that I was competent to do a relatively good job. And to cut a long story short, I skinned it, gutted it, and I've been salting and preparing the pelt as best I can. Um, I think I might have to... Uh, I was going to say soaking in urine there. That used to be done. Here's one for you. So, back in the Dizay, when people were poor as shit, and nobody had any money, aside from, you know, wealthy landlords or whatever, when the majority of people were essentially peasants, your piss was worth something to you. Because the local tanner, which was the man who made... Uh, animal skins into usable leather a process called tanning I believe I think I don't know if human piss, human urine was better to use to process the skins or more easily collected because you can ask somebody to store their piss for you but you can't exactly ask a cow or a sheep or a horse to store its piss for you so if you could if you had a bucket or pot or something you could piss into it and once a week or once a fortnight or once every couple of days when the tanner man would pass through he would pay you for your urine and your and your family's urine presumably now this is where the expression piss poor came from believe it or not and here's another one for you if you were so poor that you didn't have a bucket that you could collect your piss in you were known as fuck what were you known as you were known as being so poor, you didn't have a pot to piss in. That's where that expression comes from. So the two expressions there for you, piss poor and didn't have a pot to piss in, both come from, I think they're called tanners. Tanners buying urine from presumably peasants. I mean, if you're a rich, wealthy person, like even, even just you now, if somebody offered you a euro a week to buy your shit off them, like you're not going to, take that euro presumably okay because you're kind of above that but if you were piss poor you certainly weren't above it you needed every penny that you could get and if your your piss and the piss of your family was worth anything you sure as shit were going to sell it but anyway that's on the whole butchering skinning and basic anatomy the basic anatomy thing one thing i didn't do which i kind of regret but i'll do in the next one is i skin the animal and then i just dumped the carcass i dumped the the body say Okay. Now the next time I do it I'm going to butcher the body Now you don't eat Pine Martin I don't think you eat carnivores generally We typically only eat herbivores Why I'm not entirely sure It's something that maybe somebody could let me know I'm off the lead at gmail.com If anyone does Or just leave it in the comments On Facebook, Instagram, YouTube Subscribe to my YouTube channel You pricks um, But the basic anatomy What I'd love to do and will do the next time Is butcher it Break it down into the four quarters, take the lines off the back straps or the fillet steaks as we know them, and dissect the animal. Have a closer look at its um, at its organs. Try and separate the heart from the lungs, from the liver, from whatever the fuck else is in there, the gut, the stomach, and maybe even dissect the brain. Uh, get a little, I have a, a little rotary tool that I could open the skull casing on any of the dead pine martins that I have in my freezer. And expose the brain. And maybe... And my understanding is that all mammals have split brains. How fucking cool would it be to dissect a pine martin that was already dead, by the way. These things that I have have been killed on the road. They'd be just maggot food in the ditches if I wasn't using them. So don't fucking hit me up for any kind of animal cruelty. Nothing could be further from the truth. But that's another video that I intend to do. Okay, so that's the butchery, skinning, basic anatomy bit. Darts. I'm 
half decent at darts. I want to start playing darts with the lads. I own a dartboard and it never gets fucking used. But if the lads were meeting up with me two times a week for two hours apiece, maybe we get some darts in. One of the lads that has gotten back to me and said that he'd be uh, keen to partake is a fucking, not just an electrician, but a highly qualified electrician. This guy can wire factories and shit, like proper stuff. What could that man teach me or any of the other lads about the wiring in our houses? Or little tips on maybe rewiring a plug or fucking, I don't know, changing a fuse or fucking any old little thing. Plumbing, I know a certain amount of plumbing, but fuck all. The same goes for carpentry. But one of the lads who said he'd like to help out is a carpenter by trade. Maybe he'll do a demo someday on how you can make a box with a lid on it so you can store some of your shit in. I don't fucking know. It's just an idea. Chickens. I'm planning on getting chickens as God knows how long. I have a garden shed that I um, essentially rescued. It was for someone else's skip. And I said, sure, look, I'll take it. And the uh, idea is to make a coop out of it. But if I was to do that with the lads of an evening, I just think it'd be a cool project for a bunch of guys to do, to set up the shed, to build it, to lift it off the ground, to keep it away from the damp, to keep the water run off so that it doesn't fucking get down into the bedding and the chicks, separating it into, I don't know, a fucking, I don't know, why would you separate a coop? I'm sure there's some reason. Setting it up so that you can access the eggs without getting all um, chicken shit on you, all that kind of jazz, but documenting the whole thing and uploading it to YouTube and sharing it with the fucking rest of the world and not just the half a dozen lads that end up joining me down there camping and everything that entails i've been camping forever i've been camping my entire fucking life not nearly as much as i should have been over more recent years what with family commitments and work and all that other bullshit but how cool would it be to set up a camping trip and again document the whole fucking thing show people how you start a fire show people how you set up a tent show people i don't know just just the little things that i've been privy to fucking learn over the years and uh, in return, have other people share what they've been privy to learn with me, and because we're recording it, sharing it with whoever the fuck wants to have a look on YouTube. Stargazing. I've done a good bit of stargazing in my time, but not nearly enough. But if we were to set aside time, two days a week, two evenings a week, that's going to coincide with some fucking meteor showers. And if all I do is give people an in into a bit of stargazing. If I show them where the plough is, if I show them where the North Star is, if I show them where Orion's belt is, all these little things, then they'll nearly know as much as me after half an hour of me fucking telling them the little that I know, but it's a nice little window. The next one I have listed here is psychedelics. I've spoken about them at length to a degree on and off with different guests, Ivor McQuillan in particular, but I'd love to do an episode with him and maybe with uh, Porrick Riley or whoever the fuck wants to talk to me about them. Because I've been contacted by a couple of different people over the last couple of months especially in relation to, you know, learning more about them. And I've been kind of caught a bit off guard. It's like, oh fuck, I know a lot about it, but I don't have a structure in whereby I can teach or try and teach somebody the basics. So anytime somebody asks me about it, I'm always kind of reaching for set and setting and and tolerances and and amounts and intentions and all these things are in my head but they're not they're not nailed down so what I'd love to do is sit down with someone like Ivor McQuillan or Porrick Riley or the three of us maybe and work out uh, an introductory course to psychedelics almost like what's the most basic stuff you need to know and start from there 
Uh, Wicklow Mountain shit with Des is another note I've down here. Des Seaperside, shout out to past guests and friend of the show. Des is a great uh, outdoorsman. He's forever going off, or used to be at least, going off up the Wicklow Mountains and just basically going on kind of wilderness excursions. Fucking a three hour walk up for a swim in a mountainous lake and then a three hour trek back for nothing more than the crack. How fucking cool would it be to organise a busload of off the lead cunts to go up the Wicklow Mountains and do something like that? Distilling is the next thing I've done. Illegal in Ireland, but that's another thing I'm not particularly um, arsed about caring about. I've been meaning to buy a still forever and I might just go ahead and buy one. And again, document setting it up. Document how it works. Document what triple distilled is. It's basically just putting it back into the distillation process. Composting is another thing that I have here. I don't compost at home, but I'd like to. And I think other people are kind of that way inclined too, especially because of COVID. Everyone's that little bit more aware of growing their own food and all that jazz. Cooking, I can cook. You know, I can whip up a pot of spuds and a roast chicken or whatever else. I can make a lasagna. I could make a shepherd's pie. Now, I'm I'm maxing out already. That's about all I can fucking do. But past guest in front of the show, Pork Riley, is a fucking chef. Maybe I could get him to do a video with me on how to prepare a fucking casserole or some shit. I don't fucking know. Whatever. I'm making this up as I go along, but it's not the fucking... It's not what's great about it. Uh, baking. Again, I'm sure he's a fucking avid baker. I don't know shit about baking. The only... My understanding between the difference between cooking and baking is baking is dry heat and cooking is wet heat. Now, again, I've maxed out my understanding of both there. Smartphones, cloud computing, etc. I'm no genius on a smartphone, but... I have a suite of products that I use and utilize to my advantage greatly. Now, I'm, there's massive holes in my smartphone game, say, but by me teaching people what I know, I'm by default exposing what I don't know. So if I can teach people certain things that I have and use on my phone, maybe then they'll say, oh, I see you haven't mentioned this. Do you know what this is? No, I don't fucking know what that is. Tell me more. And we fucking bring the whole thing on another another fucking... Over another hurdle. First aid is the next one. I, you know, I'd like to think I'd be able to manage if I ripped open an artery or something by, I don't know, cutting off circulation to where it's been cut. But And, you know, the Heimlich manoeuvre, I can name it. I know roughly what it looks like. Uh, the recovery position, I've heard of it. I have some idea what it looks like, but I, I'm not qualified to fucking perform it on some poor cunt who needs it. And that's that's fucking shameful. We should all be fucking well qualified in first aid. And I don't mean necessarily that we've all done a Red Cross fucking course, okay? I'm just... I'm All I'm saying is, if somebody who knew how to do it showed me, I'd be happy enough with that. In the same way that I know how to apply a rear naked choke, and I can show somebody how to apply a rear naked choke. That's all I'm talking about, okay? Just the fucking basics. Just an improvement. That's all it is. It's incremental steps. If I can make myself half a percent better at first aid, well then fucking brilliant. Maybe next month I'll make myself another half a percent better. And we'll fucking build on it, lads. Mindfulness is the next thing, and the next one after that is meditation. They both kind of come hand in hand, Mindfulness is essentially just being aware of your current mood. It's it's being aware that although you mightn't feel like you've been a walking prick all day, you have been a walking prick all day. And in order for you to notice those things, there are tips and tricks along the way that can help us. And that's something that I'd like to flesh out um, even further. Now again, I'm fucking ram- rambling here to a degree. What time are we on? Holy fucking shit, it's 23 minutes. Happy fucking New Year. I don't know when I'll be chatting to you again, but I can assure you it'll be soon. I'm off the lead at gmail.com. Will get me. 
give the Facebook page off the lead a like go on to Instagram and follow me or like me or comment on something YouTube is the same off the lead give me a subscription like a video or two whatever I haven't gotten fucking started lads 2021 is going to be a complete and utter fuck up just like 2020 but this time around I'm not going to be caught with me pants down and I hope you fucking come and join me with your pants down too <laughs> and on that somewhat puzzling note I'll chat you soon <laughs>